0: you up and welcome to episode 105 of throwback hoops my name is rob clayton
1: and as always joining me is the man on the mic woody v what's happening my man not much man hopefully you have a better luck with my internet and computer this week man am i sounding better It's
0: sounding a bit better yeah we'll see how it goes yeah i'm not quite sure we've had a couple of dodgy episodes um i feel like it was always me with the the internet problems early on in this podcast in the the first you know 50 odd episodes but i feel like it's um it's more you these days so we'll see how it goes yeah we do apologize we do apologize to anyone last week i thought we had some pretty good content on the show it's a little bit hard with the the lip sync but let's see how it goes um today anyway so um good to have you here my man um so just before we get into things i'm um, just a reminder um please make sure you like rate and subscribe on youtube um, or wherever you listen to your podcasts um and as always let's get into it um so you're rocking a, a Sixers jersey i don't think i know who it is actually i might know who it is but yeah show me who you're rocking today
1: yeah well i'll just stand up man
0: Says so Woods is rocking the number four. Nerland's Noel jersey. Very nice. First of all, that's a huge jersey, Woods.
1: Is not it? like a game one or something? It looks it's, very it's, long, it's a, that one. It's a medium plus two. So, Some uh, of he, those sizing
0: in those jerseys were wacky in the days. Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, de- Definitely. And it's surprising that he's actually not in the league anymore. So, just a little bit about uh, Nerland's Noel. He's 29 years of age. He was a Kentucky Wildcat is the sixth overall pick in the 2013 NBA draft. And he had a career that spanned from 2013 till, till last year, 2023. So uh, for about a decade with the uh, Philadelphia 76ers, Dallas Mavericks, Oklahoma City Thunder, New York Knicks, Detroit Pistons, and Brooklyn Nets. Not that many uh, you know, career highlights and accolades, but he was part of the NBA All-Rookie First team uh, in 2015. And then he had a Story. Uh, well, one year basically in, in college where he was the first team All-SEC, SEC Defensive Player of the Year, SEC All-Defensive Team, and SEC Rookie of the Year. So he was highly uh, tattered out of uh, college and then had a, a serious ACL uh, tear in in, in in his one year in college, which actually dropped his draft stock. He was tattered to potentially be the first overall pick and ended up falling to six. Um, is there a future for a guy like Merlin's Noel in, in the NBA, or do you think um, the league has passed him by? It's a
0: tough one, isn't it? He's someone that has so much promise there, um, but yeah, you wonder just with the way the game's played now, you know, all these big guys are expected to stretch the floor a little bit more. I mean, you still see a few big guys in the league that do play a bit more inside. I'm, you know, I'm thinking of like Mitchell Robinson for the Knicks as a guy like that, Clint Capella for our Hawks maybe. So I guess there are still players that can play that, you know, close to the ring. Um, he was always a, a bit of a, a rim runner as well. He could run the floor pretty well in that. Um, so, 2015
1: rookie team so how old did you say he was so he's still in his 20s right like 29 and you know claxton kid from from brooklyn you know um, like similar sort of game right yeah yeah
0: no look i hope we see him back in but probably not a great sign that we're halfway through the season now and there's still no no sign of him right so interesting yeah well you know we like the randoms ones would so i'm liking that one i know i've got my mecca um uh, no, not a Um Who's the other Hoka for? I'm um, yeah, yeah. I've got his uh. Philadelphia jersey, so we should have worn them together and just showed some random high draft pick jersey picks. But yeah, nice, nice. Well, um, I've got a bit of a theme today, as I like to do. So we are going to be doing a bit of All Star game talk. So I thought none better than to show a couple of All Star jerseys. Woods, um, you know, I've got some uh, a rare sort of um, a bit of a collection of All Star jerseys. I had a look. I think I've got about 15 different All Star jerseys. So I don't know if you've got many of those. Right, it hasn't been something you've. Traditionally brought over the years, but um look the two I'm it's rocking done. today um, They're both from the 2015 all-star game. That was in New York So the one I'm hanging on my shoulder. Um, I know you're not great with the numbers I know you're not gonna know who I'm wearing so I'm looking forward to surprise you here But the one I'm hanging over my shoulder is a Blake Griffin uh, West 2015 all-star jersey so shout out to Blake Griffin um, Probably no real surprise there, Woods, but he actually pulled out with injury from that game. So um, sort of fitting up to his um, injury history there, he was replaced in that game by Dane Willard. So as I mentioned, both from 2015. Um, I'll stand up and show you the one I'm wearing. I think when you see the back, it'll suddenly come flooding back. Pretty random, the back of these jerseys. They have the first and the last name, which is kind of cool the way they did these, but I'll stand up and show you who I'm rocking today.
1: Robbie's wearing the Zero All-Star jersey. Of Jeff Teague. Did, did you know I had that one? No, I didn't. I don't speaking think you of, did, did you? Yeah. Speaking of Jeff Teague, he's got a very successful podcast, which I've been listening to lately, so yeah, he's, he's done well first basketball um, I'd like to check it out. he,
0: he yeah.
1: he's also really quickly quicker than expected
0: yeah. uh, definitely so we we'll look a little bit about Jeff Teague definitely feels like a forgotten player um, so as I mentioned this is the Adidas East Jersey from 2015 so you'll probably remember this team would so this is the Hawks year right this is the year the Hawks went 62 and 20 um, went all the way to the Eastern Conference Finals before getting swept unfortunately, to the Cavs. Um, so this East All-Star team was, of course, coached by um, then Hawks coach, Mike um And remarkably, they had four players named to that team. So it was just crazy. So Jeff Teague and Kyle Corver were the two real surprise ones. And then we had Millsap and Horford, who you know were kind of, they've had several All-Star games. Um, a lot of people also wanted Damari Carroll to make it. He was the other member of that, that five-man starting five. So yep. bit of a crazy one that he'll, he'll have that All-Star game on his resume, Jeff Teague, right? Um, something else on his resume woods he's also an nba champion so he was a part of that 2021 bucks championship team so he's still only 35 years of age um feels like we haven't really seen the best of jeff T for quite a while he bounced around a little bit after
1: leaving the hawks there but um what were your memories of him i'm just a, a guy who 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 earned everything that he got right he came in playing a backup role um, for many years he bided his time on the end of the bench before getting that opportunity and when he got it he took it with both hands the coaching staff at atlanta put faith in him to be that starter one year and he just had a, a terrific period um where, where he was able to learn, make that all-star game on a very successful team it also helped that he had some really nice pieces around him which which assisted him um yeah i, I just think someone with his skill set how old is he now Thirty five. 35 okay fair enough but um yeah he he had a he had a very good career i I liked his attitude and what he brought to the table and a hard worker great work ethic uh, as i said um yeah really enjoyed him enjoyed him a lot i remember
0: i always wanted the hawks to move on from him because backing up was one of my favorite players in ds17 there so i was pleased when they did get rid of him he actually did come back didn't he if you remember rightly he um he actually came back and had a a second stint for the hawks there as well so that was quite interesting yeah so um yeah, a bit of a shout out to Jeff Teague. Um it's funny looking at it, Woods, I'd actually forgotten that he was on that championship team. So it just shows you, doesn't it? You know, like how quickly sort of someone's someone's time can pass there as well. So um yeah, very interesting there. So all right, will um
1: appreciate the Jersey talk this week, a couple of random ones. Um just quickly. Yeah. It's called the Club Five Twenty Podcast, right? Okay. And there's there's no holes barred, you know, they say whatever they want. Um mm it's very street let's say that right okay um and he him and some very close friends talk about a variety of different topics not just basketball so check it out club 520 podcast with jeff teague
0: yeah. does that mean he's going to give a shout out to our podcast on the next one there it only seems fair right?
1: Yeah. It only seems fair, but I sincerely nice. that nice.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, I mentioned the All Star game, so you know it's not too far away, Woods. So but I thought we might start off with that. I know this is something we've done. Well, this will be our third year of talking about it now, where we just basically name our reserves, um yeah. as per the previous years. We don't know who each of us have picked, so we could get some surprises here. um Maybe I'll pick Jalen Johnson. You never know. I've been talking about how he's a future All Star, but no, probably not this year. Um, although, give him a few years, I think he's going to be in, in uh, name. So. Before we get into that, um, the starters were actually named on the 26th of January, so I'll just let you know those. Um, so in the East, Tyrese Halliburton, Dame Lillard, Jason Tatum, Giannis, and Joel Embiid. Um, in the West was Luca, SGA, LeBron, Kevin Durant, and the Joker. So. I don't know what your thoughts are. Probably the only real surprise for me with that, and we know the fan votes are heavily weighted here, but Dame Lillard being the, the East starter, I don't think he's been amazing this year. I think you could probably make a case for three point guards, including our own, that have had better seasons than him. But anyway, there's always been the the fan component there, and Lillard's been a guy that has probably missed out on a few maybe that he should have made in the past. So no real problems with him making it there. But did you have any issues with any of the, the 10 starters that were named there? or
1: No, no. I I, I like that. Selection. The only thing was, I would have gone with Jalen Brunson uh, mm, ahead of Damian Lillard. Yeah, I as well. Yeah, he's yeah. had an amazing year. Cool. All right. Well, let's get into. Let's so say maybe we'll start off with the Eastwoods. Um,
0: maybe, maybe I'll read mine out. Actually, I'm not sure if you did your format. Did you do guards, front court, and then yeah. wildcard? Okay. Well, let's yeah. do that. Well, I'll, I'll say my guards. So my first guards that I had picked, and these felt quite easy, right? So I had Jalen Brunson and Donovan Mitchell. Likewise. Nice. Oh, we're agreeing. That's strange. Um, the front court. Um, so, name three in that. Um, I reckon I may have a bit different view here. So, I had my boy Julius Randall, who I should say he's got an injury, and I'd say very unlikely to play in this game. So, he'll probably get replaced. Um, I had Paolo Banchero making his first All Star game, and then this is the one that I'm maybe not expecting you to have. I had Jarrett Allen from the Cavs. Who's having an amazing season like i'm making a case for him for being the fourth best big man in the game after the you know mb the joker and, and big head sabina so yeah J- uh, jared allen for me i think he's made a real difference on that Cavs team Um uh, who are your three front courts
1: there so who's who's the three you had jared um, so allen. it
0: was uh, Jared Allen, julius randall and Paolo Banchero.
1: okay so we don't have any three of the same wow. Really, um, so Jared Allen, I agree with you, but he has missed quite a few games as well, right? That's got something you got to think of. But I got Bam Adebayo, mm-hmm. I got Scotty Barnes, and yep. I got Jalen Brown, and I got Jalen Brown, right? Wow. So, Well, that's actually a good segue, Woods. Those
0: exact three that you just named then, so Scotty Barnes, Bam, and Jalen Brown were my three snubs. So I named three snubs, so they're my three snubs that I don't think will make it. In saying that, I'd be pretty confident that someone like Bam will come in for an injured Julius Randall. but it's interesting. Miami is really sliding down the standings. It's it's interesting to know how much coaches will put weight into, you know, teams' records and players and stuff like that. But isn't that interesting? Completely different there in the, the three snubs that I have are the three that you had making it. So, all right, so we've got two spots left, so wild card spots. Um, I've gone with two little guards here. Well, fairly little anyway. So I've gone yep, with Tyrese, Tyrese Maxi and our boy, Trey, Ice Trey Young, yeah, you the same thing. Yeah. Do you know for some reason I thought maybe you weren't going to put Trey in? I know last year I had him in, probably had my Homer hat on. You didn't, but honestly, like Woods, there might be some guys saying, "Oh, what are these guys on about?" That maybe they don't see a lot of the Hawks. Trey's averaging 27 points and 11 assists. Come on. Like, and as I mentioned a few times now, he's still not the world's most amazing defender. He has improved so much low defensively. Um, he's actually got a better defensive rating than Dame Lillard this year. And I've mentioned, you know, Dame Lillard's D as well. So I think he leads the Hawks in charges taken, which is amazing for someone that's, you know, literally 6-1 and about, you know, 80 kilos if he's lucky. So I think he needs to be rewarded there. Hawks are playing a bit better. They've been, they're in the, the playing contention. Um, you look at the teams above it, you know, someone that, would maybe normally be a consideration. Zach Levine, those sort of guys. Jimmy Butler, I don't think they're going to make it. So
1: that's my two. So, okay, so we'll, we know we've got the same wildcards. Who are your three snubs in, in the East? Well, I kind of cheated. I had uh, a few snubs. Can I go through <laughs> them all? You can go more. I've got more in the West, so I don't <laughs> mind if you've got more, yeah. So yeah. I've been Paolo Banchiro, un- unlucky. Uh, Jimmy Butler. Kristaps Porzingis, your boy Jul- Julius Randall, and Derek White, you know, so, um, mm. surprisingly had a great season. I didn't even have, Jared Allen wasn't even on my radar, unfortunately, uh, oh, which interesting. Is, yeah, yeah. Christoph's
0: Porzingis surprised me a little bit, I've got to say. I know he's been decent, um, but yeah, what do you want to have four Celtics on that team or something? Jeez. Like,
1: yeah, yeah I, I don't know, man. Like, I just, I, I was just looking at the numbers and whatnot and the impact that he's had on winning as well. Derek White, specifically, like, he's someone that's not spoken about a lot. He's, mm. he's putting put no, a career
0: lesson. Whose yeah. hairline would you prefer out of Jared Allen and Derek White? <laughs> Jared Allen, right? I could see you rocking that giant fro. Yeah. <laughs> nice. So that's interesting. So essentially, we had three different, right? So um, yep. guards, guards, and wild, uh, backcourt, and wildcards were the same. It's just the three frontcourt players are completely different. So, did you have Banchero
1: ben, in your snubs as well, or not? Yeah, in my snub, in my snubs. Okay. I mean, a guy like Scotty Barnes has been leading <clears throat> that team. look at the kind of stats he's been putting up. <laughs> um, oh definitely, I really he's think definitely he, close he deserves that yeah,
0: um, yeah i know toronto have been campaigning a little bit for him to make it as well but how far do you look down i think they're 12th in the east now so you don't often see a lot of players you know get in those sort of spots there but looking forward and we should say at the time of recording it's wednesday the 31st of january i believe the reserves get named on friday so it's good that we've done it before and we you know sort of saying our opinion now whether it will looks stupid or good or whatever but all right well, that's the east taken care of i don't know about you i found the west a lot harder um, yep, a I lot harder, too. actually. So I feel like we yeah. may have a few different ones here. So. I had about
1: six or seven stops by the way. <laughs> so the I, so, so I.
0: nice. I think we're on the same page there. We'll, all right, we'll do the same thing again. So we'll name the guard So I went with, and I have a feeling you might have the same here. My, my back court, I went with Steph Curry and Anthony Edwards. Right on, brother. Same. Right, so we're getting good, good backcourt predictions here. Right, let's see if we go any better on our front courts here. And I, I'm, I'm still a bit unsure of this. You're probably going to be shocked that I left my boy Cat off this team, end, and uh, sorry Woods, and I'm a bit annoyed as well. But my my front court is Paul George and Kawhi Leonard. I've got the two Clippers, and then of course my boy Donos Sabonis. So that's my three there. Oof. What do you got?
1: Okay, so I went with Rudy Rudy Gobert and the two Clippers boys, Paul George and Kawhi Leonard. I mean Rudy Gobert's defensive defensive stats this year have been ridiculous you know and he's contributed to that minnesota team's um you know unbelievable record in in no small way and i, I have him as defensive player of the year on the back of some of the mm-hmm. things he's been doing so i've got rudy gobert in there alongside the two flippers guys have you um watched sabonis play this year by any chance or i hadn't of course I didn't watch as much as you but you know i had him on my snubs right so you, you don't
0: know,
1: have him in terms of uh it was, you know, even a guy like Sengun, I thought, you know, was, was essentially the there. Wow, I'm shocked yeah. he
0: didn't have Sabonis. I'm, I'm going to go on a limb. I'm, I'm, I'm going to say he's a lock to make the team on Friday. That's that's my opinion. I'm throwing out there. See so how we go. But geez, interesting. We got the <laughs> the two Clippers there. Um, if you had to take, if you had to put those in order, would you say Kawhi slightly over Paul George or the other way around? You could sort of make a case for either, couldn't you?
1: I would probably put Paul George. Uh, yeah. Okay. Above Kawhi marginally. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. Now Fair feel cool. Um, well, the two wild cards. Um, and again, this is hard for me. I've kind of gotten the two superstar guys. I'm wondering if you've got similar. So, Devin Booker and the brow, Anthony Davis, my two wild cards. they same, the same as well. Yeah. yeah Isn't yeah, that yeah. weird? So, we've matched yeah, with the back courts and the wild cards, but our front courts have been completely different. So, well, in terms of snubs, so I named, let me see, I've got one, two, three, I've got six. So let's see. We know Sabonis on yours. Let's see how many other ones we match. So my snubs are the two Timberwolves in Cat and Rudy Gobert. I really hope that Cat makes it. Um, I'm not sure. who's he make it over? Do they potentially try and reward the team that's won in the West and maybe put one of the Clippers there? Maybe I'm getting excited on Sabonis. I'm, I don't know, but um, I'd like to see Cat Go, Be- Go, Go Go
1: Gobert's ahead <clears throat> of Cat, for sure, yeah, in terms of... Impacting on wins on win, win percentage. How many centers do you want to right? have on that team? I guess yeah. you've got
0: him ahead of Sabonis. But for me, you've already got the Joker, you've got Sabonis. I don't want really to have too many, but no, I feel cool. and then basically I have um Jaren Fox from the Kings. I thought maybe he hasn't been quite as good this she, but I still think he's definitely, you know, close to making it. Um, I've then got the two rookies, of course, in Chat and Wemby, and then I've got the boy you mentioned before in Sen in Shen Goon there. So um, who were yours? Did you have sticks as well or did you have more than that?
1: So I had Fox. Holmgren, uh, Wembenyama, Sangoon, Sabonis. Mm-hmm. And then I also had Harden, Irving, and Markinen as well, because these are the guys that I was talking up between. So Yeah. Um, I felt like Markinen, look, I haven't really done a deep dive into his stats from last year. I don't feel like he's been
0: as impactful as perhaps he was last year, but no, it's a fair call for that. And I think Harden's probably a good one. I think Kyrie's missed a few games. Harden, well, the Cardinals missed games as well, let's be honest, but he's made a big impact when he's been on the court.
1: Lowry Marken's also missed a lot of games through, the, through yeah, injury early yeah. on in the season as well. That's why maybe he hasn't been talked about as much. Um, he yeah. was a starter last year in the off game, as we know. Right? So. Mm, interesting. Yeah. yeah.
0: Nice. That's always fun doing that. So as I said, we'll find out like on Friday in a couple of days' time how we've gone with that. Um, two guys i'm probably hoping just even based on guys i like and who we've discussed it'll be trey in the east and sabonis in the west i really hope both those guys make it so time will tell maybe we'll um we'll talk about it a bit on next week's show and see how close we were with some of those so all
1: yeah, right good sure. stuff woods
0: always appreciate when you do some homework there so all right i guess a little bit more nba to talk about um you remember just uh you know half a week ago we recorded a little bit later last week woods and we talked about those big high scoring nights in the nba joel Embiid and, and big cat um, it was a bit of a shocker just a few days later we had another 70 and 69 so luca putting up an insane 73 points in a win against our hawks um and then booker getting 62 and, and crazily that was in a loss to the paces there so how amazing and crazy have these two have these high scores been in this last week or so
1: look it's great to see um that the guys are putting up big numbers but it's also a reflection on where the NBA is today. And I, and I talked to you about this offline before, for this episode, you know, the lack of defense, you know, uh, in the NBA these days allows people to just say, look, if I want to get 60 and, and I'm feeling it, I can get 60, you know, if, if you're one of these superstars and the amount of 140 plus, 130 plus games we're seeing these days. Um, it, it's, it's ridiculous, man. Right. It, it, it's. I think the commitment on the defensive end is less the way the game's played with pace and space, taking, uh, you know, your shots early in the, in the clock and things like that. Less of a half-court game gives for it. Not taking any wave, anything away from those guys. I did yeah. watch both of the, both of those games, um, uh, very closely and it was a fantastic achievement. Yeah. but uh it does reflect a little bit on where our league is at these days that we're we're seeing four of those massive games within such a short time space right no true i mean i'll talk a little bit about um <clears throat> about
0: luca there so i watched that whole game he, his shooting in that game Woods, the ball. It wasn't even touching the net. He was just feeling it from every angle. His just ridiculous field goal percentage in that game. And now I know you're right. I know this is probably something that bugs you a little bit more with the the way the game's played and the defense. Um, it's funny. I'm more as much as I love everything that are related to three pointers. I do. It does bug me a little bit sometimes the amount of threes. You know, you'll see guys give up a you know a post you know position or you know a runner type thing where they're basically open to kick it over to someone that's you know to take a contested three from the corner or something. But Maybe we're showing our age in some of these, you know, ways, you know, old man type thing with the way the games play. But I think you've raised some good points. And I think the last time we had two people even score more than 60 on the same day was 1978. So it was actually yeah, a pretty yeah. good year, 1978. I remember it well as I was born that year. But um, it was David Thompson. And look, I think it was Elgin Baylor. I may be wrong. I think it might have been those two. And then it basically took from 1978 to 2024 for two guys to do it. And then it happened twice within four days. So that is it's a crazy. I think it was George Gervin
1: and Dave Thompson. On George Gervin you might be right Yeah, there. on the very last game of the year, yeah, okay. and George Gervin needed the to get six, title, right? to get the scoring title, man. So it was George Gervin. Well, mate,
0: considering you were minus five in that when those games took place, I think you're doing well. So no, you, you're definitely right, yeah. George Gervin. I should know that I've rocked his jersey on, on the show, Mr. Also. Clayton. You know I'm a historian, basketball yeah, no, historian, no, right? I know that, and I, <laughs> like that and I like that. I like that. So no, good call. Well, um, look, we've got some NBA to talk about. Was there anything else in the NBA? Anything off the top of your head? What do you think of that Hawks Lakers game today? I know we are both working, we we got to follow that a bit. That felt like a pretty big win for the for
1: the boys. Yeah, definitely. And we've been showing some good signs, he Uh our good friend you just on the chat. Shout out to you from the Sport Bloke said you know, the Hawks are quietly creeping up, you know, yeah uh, in the standings. And and he's right, but uh um 20 and 27, if I'm not mistaken, we're at, at the moment.
0: Something yeah, like that. sounds about right. Yeah, I think they're maybe six and four in the last ten. So they're training well. A few of those teams in the east, like Orlando and Miami, I think they're three and seven in their last ten. So it is fluctuating a little bit. I'm still surprised Boston, uh, sorry, the South. Self- the Bulls, I'll get it right, eventually are hanging in there. I just don't really love that roster there, but they continue to sort of grind out some wins here and there. Um and the Knicks are obviously playing some really good ball, aren't they? It will be interesting to see without Julius Randle there how they go. And I think OG's missed the last couple of games and they've looked they've looked pretty decent as well. So, so. yeah, just
1: quickly on the Knicks, right, while we're talking mm. about the NBA, um I was reading a stat. I think they're giving up fifteen or sixteen points less a game mm. on the defensive end yeah. on games that since OG has been in the lineup. And that's incredible that one player can make such big difference on the defensive end but i think that really bodes well for the knicks um, um as they make a, a push this year in the in the eastern conference yeah. no,
0: good call good call so yeah i think the all-star game what is it maybe the 8th of february so that's when we'll get a little bit of a break there um i'm looking forward for tomorrow to happen woods because that'll be february and then i'll be able to say woods next month we're going to america so Feels like we've been counting this down for ages. You know, I've definitely been counting it down. But, yeah, to, to think that from tomorrow we'll be able to say next month is pretty exciting. Um, I just hope all these teams that we're seeing are still win contention and they're not going to be doing these random injuries. Um, Yeah, because you never know what can happen at the end of the season. But I right, well, appreciate that, Woods. Um, it's a bit of an NBA wrap for the week. So let's get on to some NBL. Um, you know, we've got round 18 coming up this week. Um, Pretty crazy to think there's only two more rounds after this one before the finals, Woods. It feels like it's gone really quick. I don't know about you. So, you know, twenty-eight seasons. 28 game season can go pretty quick, but did you have anything that stood out for you in the last round before we start to preview this week's round?
1: I mean, look, this league is in such a good place that anyone can beat anyone on any given day, right? Southeast Melbourne basically dragged some random guys, you know, from you know from NBL one, and I was joking around. Some of these guys were, you know, just you know probably uh, on the street and they just came and played and they beat our, our, our Kings, right? We talked about it last week, right? Yeah. And then at the end of the round, Sydney hurst Melbourne. You know the title favourites, the league leaders, yeah, and ended up winning. So it, it, the, the party in this league is, is anyone can beat anyone on any given day. So I think um, that's the beauty of the NBL this season. Um, mm-hmm. Illawarra two really important victories against your Wildcats against New Zealand. Yeah. Um So that that stood out for me the 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 Hawks and 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 making that that push and it. It, it really excites me to see what they can do if they do make that top six, right? Well, so.
0: I'm loving how open it is. You look down at the, you know, the ladder now. I mean, Southeast, you know, I mean, I feel like I want to scratch off a few teams, but Adelaide's still sniffing around. New Zealand, I'm not quite sure what to make of them. You know, I feel like they've maybe underachieved a bit given the talent on that team, but still feels like these play in positions. And that's probably the whole point of the NBL adopting this rule. They are really quite open there. Oh, yeah. So yeah no looking forward to to this week's round so there's a ladder up there now so look at that i mean three teams on 10 wins and then two teams on 11. so but there's one win separating last and the playing spot there so that's that's remarkable isn't it and even brisbane and the kings like under 500 now they're you know if they were to lose their next couple they could you know drop three spots on the ladder or something right
1: yeah for sure um while i've got the ladder up i'll just quickly go through it for the people who can't see melbourne perth Tasmania, Kings, Bullets, and Hawks right now in, in the contention for the play in. Yeah. Um, who have you got as your final top six? I just want to throw that out to you. I was supposed well, to
0: ask I you. Name that can you believe that there's yeah. only two teams with a plus 50% record here? We can see the Jack Jumpers are 12 and 12. Two teams that are over 50% out of 10. That's pretty remarkable. I mean, um, I mean the, yeah. Yeah, no, so the top six, I, um, I'll put my home ahead. I'm going to say Perth are going to finish first, Melbourne second. Um, I'm still going to say the Kings get up to third. I just think they'll start to turn things around a little bit. Um, I have the Jackies at fourth. Um, Brisbane sticking in there at fifth, although that wouldn't shock me if they suddenly went and you know, were to lose a few. Um, man, a week ago, I would have had the Breakers finishing sixth. I'm going to say the Hawks end up making it now. So, yeah, and I, I'd like to see that too. They're a team, obviously, we both quite like watching. So I'll say the Hawks finishing sixth. So Wildcats, Melbourne. Tassie, Sydney, Brisbane, Hawks. What about yourself?
1: Oof. Man, I'm, I don't even know. I've got Wildcats at the top. Melbourne, mm-hmm. um, maybe the Jack Jumpers third, Kings fourth, Hawks fifth, Taipan sixth. Right? I'm going to go with that.
0: And Wooden Spooner? SEM. Yeah. I guess they've played that extra game. I mean, they've played, what, two more games in the break because they were the same record. So, yeah, you're probably right. Um, that four and against isn't reading too
1: well for them either. There is a <laughs>
0: minus 168. So that's a bit of a shock there. So
1: interesting and just before we move on as well a bit a couple of tidbits of news right the taipans have re-signed uh well extended sam Wardenberg for another yeah. year yeah um on, on overtime yesterday um Olgin was saying that's a three-year extension but looking online today it looks yeah, yeah, like yeah. It's, it's a one-year extension to be an yeah. overall of three years One year, yeah that's right yeah um and then dj vasilevich Three years at Adelaide. What do you think about that? Yeah, that's look, that's an interesting one. Adelaide's
0: been maybe a harder place to to get some of these free agent guys the last few years. They've lost some talent, as I think we've mentioned. You know, guys like um, you know, McVeigh certainly come to mind that have have left Adelaide, Keanu Pinder as well, a few years ago. So I think that's a good move for them. Um, You know, well-documented. He's not my favourite player in the NBL, but he's made an impact with them. And, yeah, good on him for, for getting his um signature.
1: Awesome. I'll just bring up the round here. Uh, as you said, round 18, which is due to kick off tomorrow night um, you, you want to take us through them yeah sure so start off with Cairns playing against Tassie so Cairns are still
0: hanging in there aren't they they probably need to get some of these home wins um, Tassie I still can't quite work out they never seem to get the you know the imports firing on the same night I'm gonna say Cairns in that one for myself what about you agreed okay well, of course you're gonna pick Cairns you're a Cairns homer. but um all right so next up Adelaide and Sydney Whew. We're talking about teams on the opposite ends of form there. I mean, Adelaide's playing some really good ball at the moment, aren't they? So, um, yeah, look, I'll have to pick Sydney for that one. But, yeah, you never know. Anything could happen, right?
1: Man, Adelaide paying $2.10, Sydney paying one i I'm not sure about those odds. I'm going to go Adelaide. I can't, I don't trust us, man. You know, we've, we've played well against Melbourne. Yeah. Law of averages says we're going to, you know, um, pardon my language, but shit the bed against Adelaide, <laughs> you know, a yeah. hey, bit
0: of a short around this week, isn't it? We got no, yep. no Wednesday, no doubleheaders on Thursday and Friday. So I think there's only maybe two teams on doubles from memory. So, all right. So we do have a double on Saturday, um, Illawarra against Brisbane. So this is a big one. Woods, we just showed that ladder then. I mean, this could basically really, really put the Hawks in contention. Um, we're got like him at home, two game win streak there. I'll
1: say Illawarra. I like this game though. Should be a good one to watch. What about your thoughts? yeah look i mean they've as you said they've come off two really big victories at home against perth and new zealand um yep. the community and uh is getting right behind them the crowds have been really good this year so i expect yep. a big turnout that yeah that uh, on saturday in illawarra and i expect yep. them to win in, in a canter actually
0: nice um see if i get this right the throwdown. down yeah. <clears throat> yes i got it right you know i'm never good with those ones there so yeah, Melbourne against South um, East back at John Cain Arena. I know both teams have been away a little while from there with the the tennis on. Um, look, I mean, Melbourne, you know, looking like they're getting more healthy, and South East going the other way. So I'd say Melbourne maybe quite comfortably. And look at those odds—they're a dollar fourteen to five yeah. seventy-five. So United for me for sure. Yeah,
1: for sure. And obviously the tennis has just finished up, um, so it, it's great that it's back at John Kane Arena and and with that throwdown down, down uh, throwdown happening i expect there to be a huge crowd there so should you watch any of the tennis woods though uh, yeah, I watched um you know bits and pieces of the quarterfinals and whatnot, but i I mean been watching the cricket man. The West Indies obviously massive victory over the Australians first time in thirty thirty odd years. So uh, yeah, now my attention has been focused on the on the on the on the cricket recently. Yeah, right,
0: that's too much cricket talk. So I'm going to move on. Um, yeah,
1: yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. All right, so another pretty big game in terms of the standings here. We've um, both picked Adelaide to lose that game against Sydney. So we've got Tassie hosting Adelaide on the first game on Sunday. So. Look, Tassie for me. I can't see them going oh and two on the weekend. I think they'll defend the Isle in that game. But look, this could be a pretty big weekend for Adelaide if they, you know, can actually. You know, even if they go one one, they're still in contention. If they lose both of these, like potentially we're both predicting, they could be gone. But
1: you thinking Tassie as well? I think Adelaide's going to win both these games, man. They're the hottest wow. team in the league. I think they've won six out of their last seven, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. right.
0: This is, this is one of those reverse psychology things, right, where you're just going to say Adelaide win and then Sydney win by 20. But I like it. I like it. It's, it's <laughs> decent, really good. Interesting, man. If Adelaide win both, like you said, Woods, I mean, you could almost, you know, pencil them in for a playing spot. squad. Well, actually, oh. no, maybe not, actually. They're still, they're still got a few teams.
1: Alone. Honestly, I do use that reverse psychology thing, but I'm really, really yeah. high on Adelaide in the way they've played recently, right? Isaac mm-hmm. Humphreys, Trey Kell, DJ Vasilovic. That's as good a trio as as as, uh, as that that's playing in the league at the moment, right? Yeah. And uh, Jacob Wiley is going to be uh, back and fit and healthy from all reports. So um, yeah, Adelaide.
0: So can I try that, Woods? So I can say maybe I really hope that I don't win Powerball tomorrow. I don't think there's any way that I'll win it. It's just not going to happen, right? So.
1: Uh, yeah. I think if it's if it's your sporting team or the first uh,
0: psychology works the sporting team did not a lot of lotto wins definitely, oh, yeah, no. No. definitely
1: yeah, not definitely not <laughs> um,
0: and then the last game of the round so I've got to wait quite a while to watch my boys this weekend so the the four o'clock game uh, you know, Eastern States time Perth taking on the Breakers um, I like this game as well like I said I think the Breakers are probably a better team than what their record suggests um, I'm going to say Perth win we know they're a bit of a, a mini New Zealand team there as well but um, what are your thoughts on that one?
1: Yeah, Perth should win. And look, um, if they want a challenge for that number one spot, as as we discussed earlier, uh, games like games like these at home against um, New Zealand are are ones they need to win. So yeah. Hey,
0: just quickly, was in that last round. What did you think of Alex Sar's effort against um, South East? That was for me. That was his best game of the oh, season. I've still sure. been a little bit skeptical, but he he was so good in that game. He really was.
1: For sure. And like he's, what I really like about him is he could have easily shut it down now, right? Yeah. You know, with that injury and whatnot, he's like, look. I wanna be part of this franchise. I wanna be mm-hmm. part of this uh, squad and, and make a run for, for the championship this year. And he, yeah. he's well rested, recovered, and he obviously had that energy and a point to prove. So um, he sent a message out there to, to all the scouts and various different NBA teams that um, he's for real. So yeah, yeah uh, impressive, okay. yeah.
0: Well said. So as I mentioned, just the two rounds after this, so it's pretty crazy. I think, um, so the Kings have only got maybe one more home game. I think it's going to be next week, is it? So you get the last of those Sunday games. Hopefully, for your sake, they won't, if they do make the, the finals, they won't schedule more of these um, day games. But it'll be interesting to see what happens going forward with them, whether, whether they'll listen to the, what the fans are saying, get some more night games, or whether they'll stick with these family friendly times. But we'll see what happens next season anyway. So, all right, appreciate that, Woods. Well, we didn't get to it last week, and I know probably a few people missed it, but Let's get into some classic packs right
1: oh I've got to grab
0: know' behind that's you so woods is gonna grab something I know he's got that's several good. packs there yeah. um shout out to sydney Sea Kings of center some we've had a few other people um give some cards so all right that's that's like a look oh look at this an old Fleer set. Fleer set nice oh they, oh this is the ones with those um Dominic in, inserts woods and I actually need two of those to complete that 12 set. So I hope you get one of those. You know, the ones I mean, uh, but Tombo the- yeah. and Dominic is a, like an insert set of about 12 and geez, they were hard to get back in the day. They're not worth much now, but they were hard to find back in the
1: day. So the ones with the, the blue backgrounds. You remember, yeah, that's right, it.
0: Yeah. That's it. I've got a full set of those somewhere without the Dominic set. though.
1: Okay. Um, number 41 from the Pacers forward center. Um, on from the a little bit of background around him. Oh, LaSalle uh, Thompson. LaSalle Thompson. That was quick.
0: That's a good start. Yeah, 41 I was thinking
1: Eldon Campbell, now he didn't play for him. So LaSalle Thompson.
0: Yeah, well, I hadn't thought of that name for a while.
1: Uh, Ex Atlanta Hawk. Forward for the Utah Jazz War, number 23. Pike had Auburn for sure. Auburn. Is this going to be one of those weeks where you say, oh, I was finally back in form or something, <laughs> even though I was never
0: out of form? But, yeah.
1: Bodyguard for LL Cool J. Rest in peace. Just a, just such a great man. An unbelievable rebounder. Was on those New York Knicks teams with Patrick Ewing, Charles Oakley. Uh, hey, this, this guy,
0: I've got his jersey in one of the covers, and I keep meaning to wear it as a, a bit of a theme one. But, yeah, of course, Anthony
1: Mace, Mason. Anthony Mason. Rest in peace, big man. Do you reckon any young kid try to shoot free throws like him to copy his, uh, his stuff? No, nah, probably
0: not. But I don't think anyone would have heckled him back in the day about his free throw shooting. I certainly wouldn't, even if I was a hundred meters away. He was
1: a scary dude, wasn't he? Yep. Oh man, bodyguard, fellow cool That says it yep. all, right? 100%. Um, okay, forward from the Orlando Magic. This is a guy's name I haven't heard in a while. Um, went to Vanderbilt. He was the 17th pick in the 1984 NBA draft. Played for New Jersey and Orlando. Uh, but undersized back then at six foot nine. I i'd remember him just for the Shaq days. You know, I think he might have just played one season with Shaq back. Have you up. got a number on him?
0: Number for him? My numbers, uh, number clues are going well.
1: Can't see his number, unfortunately. No.
0: Not, not white, Terry, guy, okay. white guy. Oh, white, white guy. guy. Okay. Oh, um, not Gert hammock
1: Jeff Turner. No. No, I don't think I would have got him. Look at those shorts though. Nice. Okay, we got the 91.92 checklist card. Oh, well, we you know what we're doing with that. Gone. Nice. Gone. <laughs> I know you enjoyed it on that. Shout okay. out to Leo. I'm pretty sure we've got this card before in a previous 91-92 pack. It's the League Leader card. Okay, it says the League Leaders. Hmm. Okay. It never fails whenever a team wins a close one. The victorious coach always seems to say that they won the game at the line. foot 6'7 sharp shooting guard was the league deadliest foul shooter, hitting 551 out of 600 for 91.8%. This man, along with runner-up Jeff Malone, became members of the exclusive 90-50 club last season. Okay? Indiana Pacers legend. Uh, Reginald Miller. Reggie Miller i do remember that card actually
0: because his flat top was looking good there yeah geez he looks a lot like his sister doesn't he there's a lot of um a lot of uh, resemblance of those two
1: love this guy um this is his Phoenix Suns card uh number 23 as well uh funny I'm having did he No. Phoenix Suns and then he went to the LA Lakers had some really big games in the oh, Lakers. of course said Savalas Cedric Rick nice nice he Was a big fan of that guy Oh, love this guy, man. Me and my brother used to uh, always uh, pull his card and, and talk about him. Had a, a really checkered history playing for, he went to college at Memphis, um, had a really um, checkered history um, with drugs and problems. And oh, now he's turned um, his life around. William Bedford? De- Detroit Pistons. William Bedford. William Bedford. Bedford. I hope I'm not right, Woods. Well, did he get charged once for, like,
0: flashing or, like, peeping Tom or something like that? Does that sound familiar? No. Nah, nah. And I nah, hope I hope didn't it. get that wrong. I'm sure there nah. was one of those guys in that era that was a peeping Tom, but, yeah, anyway. No, nah, nah.
1: Number 33 from the Denver Nuggets forward center. Um, was so- a solid player. Um, he was at San Antonio in Milwaukee before uh, ending up in uh, Denver. Greg Cadillac-Anderson? Greg Cadillac-Anderson, yep. On fire today, man. Yeah. You like that, right? Greg Cadillac
0: Anderson,
1: yep. Yep. A guard from the Celtics that has the surname of a recently traded Detroit Piston.
0: Uh, it's got to be Marvin Bagley. Yeah. Oh, uh,
1: sorry. Um, uh, John Bagley. John Bagley.
0: It always looked like he carried about an extra 10 kilos at John Bagley, but no, he was good, wasn't he? Yeah. Certainly bounced around a bit around the league. He was with the Cavs as well.
1: <laughs> what not, did you ask not for? Not Danny Manning. what did you ask for?
0: Um, Like a Hawks blower? Or, oh, a Dominic Insert, A Dominic Insert, No way. Limited edition. Ooh, a bugger, I know I do have that one, but that's awesome to get that. What number out of 12 was that? They've got a number on the back, right? Five out and of show, 12. Show us the back as well. What do they look like? Wow, that's a great pool. They, from memory, were like one per box or something like that. So they were actually pretty hard ones to get. So I'm going to try and look at my folder tonight. I'm almost certain I've got that one, but I know, I think I've got nine of the 12, but that's a great one to
1: get, yeah. If you don't have five out of 12, I'll give it to you, man. Put that one straight in a plastic sleeve. I going to do it right now. I do it every week straight after, man. Nice. So yeah. Nice. Um, nice. In fact, I've got up there, there's like two two, three folders filled with all the cards we've pulled across the last hundred and five yeah, yeah. odd episodes. So it's awesome, man. You come over next time I look at it. Okay. Um second this is the second year um part of a dynamic duo at Seattle. Um one of the best yeah, defensive please. point guards ever, Gary Payton. Yeah.
0: Is he talking to someone on that
1: card? <laughs> no, it's a bit of a ra- random card, that one, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Um, one of your favorite players of all time. Okay, nicknamed the Rock. Um, played for a variety Oof, of different Mitch, teams. This is his Sacramento Kings, and I do have d- the white version of this Mitch Richmond jersey. Nice, I got Sacramento. the white version. I
0: think I've got um, you I've got two Sacramento Mitch Richmonds, and I've also got a Washington Mitch Richmond. So yeah, big fan of that guy back in the day.
1: Number 41 from the Lakers. You mentioned his name oh, earlier. Sometimes we forget wow. to talk about him. When we talk about great players, I think one-time All-Star, he might have been, Eldon Campbell. Right? I think he might have been, yeah. Jeez, yeah. was a
0: long unit, wasn't he? He was like real long. I think I remember him. He had quite a few good years with Charlotte, right? From memory.
1: Yep. Yep, he did. He did. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And... uh Uh, Man, I swear to God, I ran into a guy at IGA about a year ago wearing an Eldon Campbell champion jersey, and I went up to him, gave him a high five. You you know, you're bald on you, man. I've been a Lakers fan my whole life. I've had this jersey for ages. We just started talking (laughs) ball. So, you know, when you see someone wearing one of those jerseys, you know, it's not just one they just picked up off the racket, footlock. Yeah, right. 100%. Shout out to that guy as well.
0: Well, that wasn't a bad pack. I'm loving we got that Dominic insert. Well, that's outstanding. So I've actually got a card to show as well, Woods. I did send you this in our group chat yesterday. So, um, shout out. I'm on the, um, it's like the MBL, um, cards, basically fan page on Fox Hill. Real good sort of community of, you know, like, on Facebook. Sort of you mean? On, that. on Facebook. Sorry. Yeah. My bad. Yep. Um, and I got chatting with a guy, um, by the name of Tyler Richardson. So shout out to, to Tyler there. Um, he's actually the lead singer of a quite a popular band called Luca Brazzi. So anyone can check them out. Um, um, Spotify, everything else like that. But, um, he actually is making a collection. He's trying to get a signed card of every Aussie that ever played in the NBA. So, a bit of a mission. I think he's got maybe one or two to go. Um, uh, but he actually had a double of this one. He sent it to me free of charge, was I thought was an absolute champion guy there. So, it's a Mango Mathiang. A little, little bit hard to see with the case here, but yeah, Mango Mathiang. Good. Good. Yeah. It's a nice signed card there. So, you got me thinking. I think I might have to do a similar top thing. I know I've got a signed Patty Mills card, um, a couple of other ones. So, it might be something I do and try and get that collection there. So, apparently, they didn't make any Mitch Creeks and um, someone else. So, you can't get those. You obviously can get NBL ones of those. But, yeah, shout out to Tyler. Really appreciate it, mate. He has listened to the show before, which is great. So, yeah, I thought I'd just give him a bit of a shout out on the show. So, thanks, Dave. Nice one nice one. So it was a fun show, Woods. Um, I definitely appreciated um, your homework with the um, NBA All-Star Reserves there. I'm looking forward to those, teams to be named on Friday. Um, I'm going to probably have a bit of a hissy fit if Trey doesn't make it, to be honest. So I'll probably um, curl up and have a bit of a cry. So um, just wanted to, you know, thank everyone for, for tuning in for another week. Um, so great to see all our numbers going up, our subscribers. Um, really appreciate all the feedback we're getting. Um, throw us a line. If you sort of agree or disagree with some of our All-Star Reserve picks, let us know. Um, if there's any jerseys, random jerseys like Nolan's Noel or Jeff Teague you want us to wear, um, yell out. I've been doing a bit of a clean-up at the house lately, Woods. And to be honest, I've found jerseys that I just totally forgot that I had, and almost some funny ones. Like, man, I can't even remember. That's so random, that one. So definitely got some good ones to come in out there. So um, where we can be followed, of course, um, you know, YouTube or wherever you download your uh, podcasts. Um, We can also be followed on x at throwbackshoops, Instagram throwback.hoops, and email address is throwbackhoops.com podcast at gmail.com you can also pledge your support to us on patreon if you want to help us out for a couple of dollars a month to assist with some expenses there so um do you have any final thoughts or anything woods i know i got a bit deep last week um you know with my final thoughts but yeah have you got anything you want to you want to share for
1: us before we wrap it up hey i hope my internet was better this week man there was a
0: few bits where the audio on your lips weren't totally matching, but to me, it definitely seemed way better than last week. So hopefully, uh, I hope so. if there is any issues with that, so just basically message Woody directly on any of the channels you've got him. Just... um message him and get let him know your thoughts but um look really appreciate um doing that woods um i know we've got plenty more to talk about next week i do have we do have a couple of guests lined up as well i know it's probably been we haven't had a guest this year yet have we so we need to get one soon but i've got a couple of um a couple up my sleeve that i think people will like anyway so great all right so yeah on behalf of all the throwback hoops crew uh, peace out we'll see you all soon
1: thanks guys